Welcome to People's Church Podcast. It is finished. It's hard to believe that, isn't it? It's hard to believe that that's actually true because we hear it over and over again, what Jesus did for us. We hear it, but do we actually believe it? I want us to go through this. I want us to understand what we take on, what we actually believe. Lord Jesus, please open our ears to the truth. So accusation, it's kind of a nasty word, isn't it? So what happens with accusation is sometimes I've had people come up to me and go and accuse me of something that wasn't true. So I'm standing there going, well, that's not true. So it's kind of like having a fly in the room and you're just like, what are you saying to me? That's not true. I don't even want to listen to this. It's, so it doesn't really affect you, right? It kind of, it's more of an anger moment than a, than a fear moment, than a pain moment. But what happens when the accusation is true? What happens if there's a, just a hint of truth in it? Because that's what the devil does, right? He gives us truth or a hint of truth and it just stabs us in the heart. So this woman is us, every single one of us. We all sin, we all fall short of the glory of God. We all should be drugged out of some room and put into that position because nobody is without sin. And this is where Jesus comes in. And when I was praying about this moment and, and praying, in the last couple of weeks I've been praying over this, and what happened, there was something different that Jesus revealed to me. Jesus was waiting for her. He was waiting for her. He was waiting for her to set her free. He was sitting there and everyone's talked about him writing in the sand and everything. He was waiting for her. He, he knew her name. He knew she was coming and he knew that she needed grace. And it's such a beautiful thing. He was waiting for her. So the first line, if you are one of those people that write in your things, the first thing is, who is accusing you? Who is accusing you? So Jesus says, I saw Satan falling from heaven as a flash of lightning. Yes, it's Satan that is accusing you. Not the person that you're fighting with right now, not your mom, not your dad, not your sister, your brother, your coworker, somebody who said something nasty to you. They are not your enemy. In Ephesians 6, 12, it says, we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. A great example of this is when Jesus, who was talking to Peter, and Peter is all like, I wouldn't do that. You know, that's not gonna happen, Lord. And he's like, get behind me, Satan. How would you like to be Peter at that moment? But he wasn't talking to Peter, he was talking to Satan, he was talking through Peter. You're battling the devil. Understand who your enemy is. Understand him and understand he's a liar and he doesn't love you. In Revelation 12, 10, I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens, it has come at last, salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority in Christ for the accuser of our brothers and sisters have been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. 
so I have this visual, I'm a, I'm a visual person, God talks to me in, in a lot of visual stuff, so I had, and I'm, and I'm praying over this, this Bible verse, and God has this, this moment where the devil is standing before God, and he's like, Jody is this, Jody is that, she's done all these things, and then, and God's looking at him going, well, hold on, let me look in my book here, I got nothing. I got nothing. Everything you just said is a lie. I got nothing. Those things did not happen in my book because I made it so. So uh, a couple weeks ago when, when Pastor Nelson asked me to, to, to do this teach, I was laying in bed and again, visual person, right? So uh, this song, which I guess you could kind of call it a song, it's from uh, an artist called Carmen from the 80s, and I haven't even thought of this song in 30 years, so it had to be a God moment. So I'm laying in bed, and I'm laying in bed, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, God, flow through me. And then this, this statement came through me, I am bought with the blood of Jesus, let me go. It's this power authority moment when, when, when you are being accused and you're being told uh, these, these lies about you because you're bought with Christ and it's like, no, I am bought with the blood of Jesus. Let me go. So finishing the revelation, and they have defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. You are my brothers and sisters in Christ, and he's been defeated. Know who you are, claim it, then live it. Don't stay there. So the next point is, what is your identity, your ID? Have you accepted his grace? Do you believe that Jesus died to save you? Then you are a new creation, made new in Christ, taking over all of our, over all of everything that we have. He is as a sacrificial lamb. So why do we name ourselves unloved, unforgiven? The Bible says there is an advocate in heaven, Father in heaven that pleads my case. That's why there's nothing written down there. He's like, no, it's not true. You are found not guilty in not just the heavenly realm, but here in this realm as well. You are found not guilty. There is no court on this earth or in heaven that can hold you. Romans 8, 1-2. Now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. No condemnation. I heard this with a, as a child. I was born and raised as a Christian in a really amazing home with an amazing Christian family. No condemnation. I've heard the words. Did I actually believe them? I don't think I did. But Jesus is waiting for me to set me free from the accusation because I just didn't get it. I'm going to give you a little tiny piece of my testimony just so you can understand why I'm saying this. Have you ever thought, I would never do that? Well, I did that. Before I was married, I did that. I'm not going to get into what I did because it's none of your business. It's gone. 
I did that. And I was broken. I was so broken. And as a Christian, I did what I was supposed to do. I went and confessed to God. I went to everybody that I hurt, and I confessed to them. And I went to Pastor Nelson because I was, you know, going to church. And I'm like, Pastor Nelson, this is what I did. And he's like, man, I'm so glad to know you're human. That's what I got. So it should be done, right? I did everything I was supposed to do. I confessed, and I did all of these things. And I, it wasn't done because I wasn't done. I went back into that bag and I grabbed it and I said, no, I have to pay because I didn't believe that he actually took it because something I have to do is I have to pay for my sin. I have to wallow in it. I have to grind in it. I can't give it away because somehow that pride in me decided that God couldn't do that. And I'm, I said it, it was pride. So I cried every night over this and nobody knew that this was happening because I didn't tell anybody I had a different face. And I cried every night, gnashing of teeth. And at this time I decided to get baptized in, as an adult and, I, and I'm there and, and, I, and I'm just about to be dunked and Pastor Nelson goes, God has something he wants to say to you, Jody. My child, my child. Why are you crying? I forgave you a long time ago for something that is gone. I see you crying every night. Nobody knew. I never told anybody. This was God moment. He was waiting for me, just like he was waiting for that woman. Just like he was waiting for that woman. I cried because I believed in the truth of the accusation more than I believed in the truth of Jesus. Jesus was waiting for me and he named me forgiven. So grace and joy washed over me and I came out of that water new. I am redeemed, I am forgiven, I am loved, and the best of all, I am his child. And I want you guys to hear the love in this. My child, my child, no one can ever tell me that there is no God because he spoke to me. And I actually wrote a song about it. <laughs> Stop letting the devil give you a name, calling you by the name of your sin. Just because you did something, just because you're doing something, just because you have done something doesn't mean that that's who you are. Call, stop calling yourself by that name because that's how you act then. That's how you choose to live because I am this. I am a whatever you want to label yourself, whatever sin you've ever done, take the label out and understand who you are. It's just simply not true. Number three, you will always be tempted, but you don't need to live in accusation. Even Jesus was tempted. What do you do with that? What do you do with it? Paul actually did a really cool thing in Romans. He was such an amazing Christian, and he loved the Lord with all of his heart. But he struggled with this. He goes, oh, 
in Romans, he said, what a miserable person I am. But we can have those moments, right? Sometimes I'm like, oh, Jody, just shut your mouth, seriously. Because we have these moments, but that doesn't mean that I, he named himself a miserable person. He walked around like acting like a miserable person. He had a moment where he's like, oh, this body, this human body that I live in. So he, he goes along and he says, who will set me free from this life that is dominated by, this, by sin and death? The answer is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Everybody knew at this time, everybody knew at this time, the woman knew that she was going to her death because in the law in that time, it was known that if you got caught doing this, that you would be stoned. It's not like today. This was law. The law of Moses said that this was going to happen. So she knew if she was caught. The thing is, you guys, it's too bad they didn't drag both of those people out there because that man would have been given a chance to be saved as well. So this woman was given this beautiful opportunity. We don't look at it that way. We think this, man, what a horrible thing. But Jesus set this up so that she can be freed from it. It's expose it and move on. Get rid of it, man. Take out that garbage and just go, ah, I want it gone. The only person that could set her free was Jesus. Without him, it's, she just has a sad story, a biography. But for that woman, not living in accusation started at the accepting of his grace that was freely given. Now she has this powerful testimony her life was now connected to, to Jesus. So you go from biography to testimony. So how is the, de de the devil defeated again? From the blood of the lamb and by their testimony. This is how we defeat the devil as, because Jesus came and died to defeat him. But our testimony that's connected to him, to battle him, it's not us, it's, it's us. It's our testimony. What did we say? What did Jesus do in your life? That's how we battle him. What is your testimony? Galatians 2, 20 to 21. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave me gave himself for me. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless, for if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there is no need for Christ to die. How do you treat grace? Did you really believe it? Do you actually believe it? Do you actually believe it? Is it something that you do before you eat? Is that what grace is? Is it just a word? I've heard so many times, I'm a good person. So you have a great biography, and this look at what I've done in this world. No one is good. Your sins remains, and it's accountable to God. It's accountable, guys. Without being connected to Jesus, you're accountable. And God hears what the devil's saying. He doesn't look at the book the same way as someone who has accepted the grace. Jesus is waiting for you. 
just like he did for that woman. Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord. I just want to pause on this. This woman looked up into the eyes of her Savior and and was given this beautiful testimony of grace and forgiveness. And it had nothing to do with who she was because she was a sinner. She was caught in it. She did nothing to deserve it except be in the presence of God. That's all she had to do. So accusation. Do we want to live in it? Do we want to actually own it? So what I'm going to get you guys to do is I'm going to get you guys to pray with me. So if you would like to be free from accusation today, if you would like to take and, and just be gone with what, it, what the devil is saying to you at night, he's saying night and day, you know what, sometimes in the nighttime, I just can't get rid of these things, I can't stop it. In the name of Jesus, it is gone. So who here would like to pray with me? So pray along, so please bow your heads. Lord Jesus, thank you so much, God, for dying for me for taking my sins, Lord Jesus, and that it was nothing that I did, Lord Jesus, that earned this except just accepting you, Lord Jesus, and and, and connecting with you and being with you and loving you, Jesus. Help me to believe it. Help my unbelief, Lord Jesus. Help my unbelief. Help me, Lord, to take on the new names that you give me and live out those names. Thank you, Jesus for the grace that is only found in you. Amen. Thank you, guys. Just as Jody has very strongly just brought to you, you overcome the accuser, your enemy, who is not just an accuser in your lifetime, but wants to accuse you of the eternal sins that he wants you to continue to carry in your life. What ends it? The blood of the Lamb. You have to receive Christ. And by receiving Christ's blood, you receive a complete washing. The Bible talks about being washed white as snow. And then after that, it says, by the word of their testimony. That's your personal faith. That means I have received Christ. And in receiving Christ, you have now a testimony, a new creation, a brand new person that you are in a place of an opportunity to not be at anything like you were before. Your ID has totally changed. One of the hardest things for us to maybe grab is simply the process of that ID change. The Bible says you are not who you were. You are a brand new creation. What does that mean for you? It means that you have to actually learn how to live out a brand new ID. One that is your eternal ID. To do that, you have to overcome accusation. You have probably been like me also where accusations come all of the time. We self-talk ourselves, we think it's self-talk. But it's coming from a source beyond just your own self-talk. It's coming to something out of you 
where the enemy's voice is enriching that process of you tearing down the very image of God in your life. He doesn't want Christ active in your life. He certainly doesn't want the idea of Christ active in your life. And so you do need to be free from that. You may have received Jesus Christ as your Savior already. But you are in a place right now where accusation has held you back because it has reinforced your history rather than reinforced your testimony. If you haven't yet crossed the line of faith, I'm going to offer a prayer in just a second for you to do so. And uh, you can receive Christ right now and then participate in communion if you wish at that time. It's a simple prayer. It's a simple statement of faith. It's a receiving. You don't come with so much of a giving. You're coming to receive what has been given. When Christ went to the cross, he gave himself for you. His love was distinctly and personally applied to you. And there's nothing in your life that can no longer keep you away from him. Nothing you've said, everything you've done, nothing will stand in the way of his grace to you except your own choice of faith to be placed in him. So if you've never received Christ, I'm going to give you an opportunity to do so. We've talked about accusation today. The enemy has convinced us often of many lies. He has told you that you aren't worth a lot in different ways. Or when you make mistakes, he has a great way of making sure that heads the list of everything you think about yourself. Sometimes he creates such a fear in us to even try or to go forward simply because we may fail because we don't want the sting of accusation of failure. Folks, we failed. There's a lot of things that come off of accusation. For us as believers today, I have seen it where so many people are held back by this. Things that they've done, things they're afraid that they may do, they don't want to fail. You have received the grace of God. Christian, he wants you to live boldly, securely, confidently, not because you get the test 100% right, but because you're joyful in the grace of God, which has dealt with every reality of your life. Let it go. There's things I have spoken to myself that are lies. I am no longer this. This is not who I am. Let's bow our heads in a prayer. If you've never received Jesus Christ as your Savior, you can borrow these words from me, whether you're online or whether you're here live. And you might say something like this. Father God, I need forgiveness for my sins. I'm thankful that you sent your son to shed his blood on that cross because that is my one way to have my sins washed clean. He paid my penalty. Because of that, I open my heart to you and I receive Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for me into my life.
I receive the forgiveness that he brings me that's total, nothing left out. And I receive the ID that he gives me, that I become an eternal son and daughter of God, that my place in heaven with you forever is secured. So Father, thank you for this gift of Jesus. I receive him. Now Lord, teach me how to live in this new identity. For us as believers, maybe a moment in your heart right now, take a look at the things that you've held on to as accusation, you've received it, and it's holds you back. You may even have a very strong fear of failure. It's held you back. Make this a, a let it go moment and claim what is rightfully yours. You are forgiven, you are changed, you are new. So Jesus, we ask your blessing now upon this communion table as we share in these emblems. And we thank you for what they mean. You have done it all. And we get to receive this great gift. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening. If you find this program helpful or would like to learn more, please give us a call 780-539-0572 or email mail at peopleschurchgp.com.